0: In introducing Matt, first I want to welcome Matt Levin back home. I want to ask him to share some zmiris with the chevra. I have said before that there's a mitzvah deraiseh, that an old person comes in. We have to stand up. Chiv deraiseh. Nei takum tokem adartop neizaken. they seiva tokem. It's a mitzvah Stand up when an old person walks in. Certainly every person keeps mitzvah. certainly is, is, is doing the dvar Hashem. And there's schar and an importance. Every mitzvah has value. And the fact that we're loyal to the Torah. They save a vatakim, an old man stand up, an old person walks in. You've done something, it's something precious and eternal and it has an impact on us. But it's worthy also of thinking about Hashem's mitzvahs. It's obvious that Hashem wants us to be misplaining in mitzvahs. It says about the mitzvahs Hashem that they're machimas pesi. They make foolish people smart. It's always kiddai like to pay attention to mitzvahs. So an old person walks in, we rise, give out, you do the mitzvah, they say vatagam. But pay attention to what you're doing also. Isn't that interesting? Walk in, rise, walk in, rise. What's the mitzvah saying to us? And it's certainly some sign of respect, it's interesting that's called respect, to stand up, very interesting. Walk in, stand up, I, I could have, it's funny, we're used to that's a sign of respect, to stand up, it's very interesting. We get used to stuff, maybe respect is everybody put your hand on your head, it's interesting. You stand up, what that means, and it needs a spine in us. Hashem said, an old person walks in, all rise. And certainly the, the, it, it needs to be studied. What's Hashem saying to us? At the very simple, and this doesn't explain why standing up, why that reaction, but at the very simple part of the mitzvah is that an old person is relevant to us. The tendency in some societies is old is like irrelevant anymore. Oh, they're old. They're washed up. They're out of the loop. Young, fresh, geschmack, the new flavor, and the societies, whole societies, that old people are ready, like averubottle, and in our an old person walks in and everybody moves. That's saying something. It speaks about that your mechuyev, not It's a society built that's defining of our society is that the old people matter. They count and matter. They're important. They shake things up. They walk into a room and everybody changes positions. We all stand. It says something. To me, somebody stands up for an old person, goes back to learn, and doesn't go learn from the old person. He's not paying attention to mitzvahs. You're doing mitzvahs, but you're not getting smart from mitzvahs. You're not listening to Machimas pesi. You're not listening to the mitzvah. A person who understands the mitzvah actually gets a shayichist to elderly people. You go visit. You goes, we were Zayicher in Waterbury for many years. He was Nifter a couple of years ago. We had an old man named Dr. Magid, a beautiful yid, beautiful yid. He was like the beauty of the community, Dr. Magid, an old man. Dr. Magid used to, he came on his, he had a wheelchair. The way he loved Tyra, Apostle Chumash was delightful. Minyanim were very important to Dr. Magid. He would shuffle in for all the Minyanim with his, with his walker. Minyanim were very important. And he was very close. Hashem was a very, very, very close friend. Hashem was close to him. Dr. Magid always said, It's Hashkocha. It really is. Mm-hmm. And it always was like everything was... Hashem ran the world. And he, everything was Hashkacha. Dr. Magid, we had a CM Hashas could imitate it exactly. There was a CMH, not the last one in Giant Stadium, two ago in Giant Stadium. So two CMHs ago, and we got back, there was tremendous traffic leaving the stadium. Tremendous, tremendous traffic leaving Giant Stadium. The second one, this last one, they learned it better. They didn't have so much experience in getting tens of thousands of Yidn out of the stadium. It took forever, and people returned to Waterbury at four in the morning. We returned in the middle of the night. It just was very difficult to get out of the stadium, Danny. So Doctor Magid, who three minyanim a day davened in Yeshiva Stark, old man, but minyanim were precious to him. So he got back. He went to the sea of Mashas. He loved it, and got back four in the morning. He was an einus. Doctor Magid was never late to minyanim. He was an einus. And the next morning, till he got to yeshiva, it was 10 o'clock. This is the summer. This is Waterbury, Connecticut. The, the latest minion in town in the summer was about, was eight o'clock. And 10 o'clock, he comes to the base medrash, he shuffles in, and he asks the chevr, a few people learning, is there a minion here? They're like, Dr. Magid, you're an Inus. He was an Inus, Dr. Magid. He was an Aynas, Rachman Apatry, at Tzadik, Schar, at a beautiful minion of Ada. But Lemais says no 10 o'clock minion, and he was a little disappointed. <laughs> he like gave a krech's. Dr. Maggot doesn't miss Minyanim. And he came 10 o'clock, and this is not Williamsburg or even Muncie. You can't get a minion a- after eight. And he was 10 o'clock. Was no, there was no minion. So he gave like a groan, a little sigh. Dr. Maggot's prayer is one of the best prayers of the summer. Dr. Maggot gave a sigh. Probably, it's the, we debate, was it within 10 minutes or 7 minutes later, a busload of chassidim show up. They were on the way to Massachusetts. They asked us if they could use the base medrash to Davin. He had the biggest minion of the summer, Dr. Magid. A busload was on the way. They had a Hashem Pashat made somebody's yard site. Hashem Pashat prepared things. Meirish. They show up to Yeshiva, and Dr. Magid had the biggest minion of the summer. I kid you not. That whole minion of Hasidim, Hashem Hamish, he had the biggest minion of the summer for Dr. He said, Hashem really runs the world. Huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like we're all like, like everybody's like, are you, are you, yeah, no kidding. He was he he just but he almost wasn't surprised. Almost like he was like, they were like almost expecting. <laughs> he got the most vibrant biggest minion of the summer was Dr. Magids. Shem runs the world. Mm-hmm. Lemaisa, lemaisa. Dr. Magid was an impact on our city, the Amuna. His joy of Torah. Come to a sheer joy of Torah. When it says to stand up for the old man, if you don't lean in and speak to him, I'm not convinced that you are, you're, you're, you're learning and getting smarter from mitzvahs. You stood up, and then you go back and ignore the old man. I don't know. You're keeping the tire. It's true. You were loyal, but you didn't learn from the mitzvah. I think the mitzvah of a whole crowd and shomer tire mitzvahs that stand up for old people is saying something. I've watched Matt over the years. Here, he's a, he's a, he's a yid. To, he's a yid through and through. He's not just a yid like doing going through the motions, and his love of elderly yidden. He always specifically survivors, but all elderly Yidin. And Matt plays music for them and encourages and gets from them. He's a better person for it. It's not like, oh, if you told Matt you're such a Balchesev for doing that, I'm not pointing out the Balchesev of Matt. Remember, we spoke the chesed of a Yid is not coming from pity. It's so all you're so nice, Matt. You give chiz and he gives Chesev and Chios and encouragement and plays music for many, many altar Yidin but you're so Jewish that you do that. You're so understanding of Torah. A Yid who, who soaks up Yiddishkeit loves old people. with passion. And we have so much to get from an old Yid. An old Yid saw Yid, saw big people. They saw earlier days. They were closer to Sinai than you and I. An old Yiddis is a wealth. We see an old person, it's like, woo, is a big It's a big day. It bothers me if people don't notice. Rev. Ezi, where's Rev. Ezi is here, is here in the yeshiva. Rev. Ezi is somebody who's tyredik to the core of his being. Somebody who's been through a lot of his life, and he's somebody who's tyredik. Rev. Ezi is a tyredik person. He's he's a, a, alone in his house. He, you, you should sneak in and watch his kiddush alone in his house. It's a tyredik man, very tired. Rev. Ezi, an old person would be around. He would try to around. Would ask, speak, pull out. The Gemara talks about, about old people, old Goya filu. How many happenings and occur? of Gemara, how much this person went through? So a, a tyrannic amends, you stand up for old people of Vada, but, but you get what the Halacha is saying. So then when there's an old person in your shul, you're like busy with him. You can pull out so much from an older person. You pull out a tremendous amount. (laughs) It's always a very precious point to me that my wife knew my grandmother before we got married. She knew my grandmother. My grandmother was an an older person who was across the street, somebody who went through a lot in her life. And my wife was close to my grandmother because of course she knew, of course she knew there's an old person. She (laughs) She spoke to her and pulled from her and took from her and got from her. So it's very appreciated. I, I'm not pointing out Matt, Levin, Matt Levin's chesed, that, he, that he's mechazek older people. I'm pointing out his intelligence, that he's a shaym Torah He stands up for older people. They make a difference. There's something... And he pulls out. And, and Avadi you get tremendous amounts of emunav, tremendous things one can acquire if you talk and you hear... We live in a very sophisticated generation. Where everybody went to school, everybody's very knowledgeable, and you meet an older person, Much more, they were at a much simpler time. Many didn't even get to the yeshivas. The world was in an upheaval, and you learn and and deep, special, precious things. So it's very appreciated. I see those pictures and the, those videos of you playing music and being a Kazik, it's tremendously appreciated. I asked Matt to come forward. Do we have a guitar for you, Matt?
1: Let's
0: go. Oh, it does though <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see him, I was talking to I you. weren't supposed her to her be.
1: One of my next stops are Bessie's and actually. Really? Sure. From Staten Island? No, Burma. no, 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 no. Oh.
0: A generation earlier. Really. <clears throat>
1: I'm mm. trying to not I want to No, we have to learn. We have to start Khaisar. That's I want to know. So, we have to learn Chaisar. We have... It's we more important. It's true. We have a wrist shaft. It's not earring. No, <laughs> <After coughs> i mean, okay, Moore, you know. Just, like we're doing. we after oh, I don't have Mo. a rusa today. Wow. 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 kabura, Wow. 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 Maxed. Maxed.
0: Maxed. Clash clearing. My walls. What do you It's
1: straight orange.
2: straight, like, why do we do colors.
1: Right, it's so good to be here, thanks for having me. It's great to have you. I want to first give a big thank you to the Holy Rabb, our Rebbe, Rebbe Kalish, for giving us that light within us. You know, I'm sure a big part of me going to these holy events were definitely the fire started possibly over here. I would say the chances are high, so I really appreciate that. It definitely set my light here. And a good holy path. Thank you so much for that. Right, well. Now we'll do a song that probably most don't know, but I hope some know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a good slow mo song.
2: Mm-hmm. Amen.
0: Want to say a word about old age. We're talking about Matt's appreciation and a and Yid's appreciation of somebody who's an Avram Avinu interest is the only person in the Torah. And the week Matt Levin shows up to Yeshiva, and it says Avram is Baba Yamin, he came with days. Now understand there are a lot of old people spoken about in the Torah. I think he's the only person it ever says he's Baba Yamin. Any old person it's shy to say the words Baba Yamin, He's coming with a lot of days. Can I not, uh, he has a festa package of days, you know. He's Baba Yamin. People you meet people, they come with a lot of stuff. People always have a lot of baggage, a lot of an old person's coming is Baba Yumim. He's coming with quite a few days. He's the only old person that it says is that Rav is that a truth? Does it say on anybody else, Ilan? Does it say on anybody else in the Torah that Bovayamim? Is that is it, is it also
1: It also said Bovayamim. On Avram. Also, only by no, well,
0: it, it was also Bovayam Avram. It says it Avram and Sarai came. Yeah, it says Avram and Sarai. It does say sorry, man. Avram and Sarai. Avram Bizarah. But does it say it on any other person in the whole Torah? Yamim? I challenge you that I don't believe Mo that it says Mo on anybody else. Baba Yom. any old person. We had a lot of old people. Trust me, a lot of people live to old age. We had people living to. Vevesi, Vevesi, do you have people? that says Baba Yamim? Uh, no. No. Uh, no. no. You talking about me because you're speaking about old people? <laughs> 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 so. What is this in that yes. Avram Avinu, it says he came with days? So the Slanom Arebah, right? Overlander was was in Yeshiva. We used to hear a lot of Nasiva Shaloms. He was one to quote the Slanom And And Lekavad Reb Matt, I'll tell you what the Slanom says why Avram, it says he was Baba Yamin. He brings from the Kadesh from Korbrin. And he says the Shlach Kaddosh says the same thing. He was Mechaven to the Shlach Kaddosh. And the Shlach Kaddosh says that any single day a year doesn't do a chesed is not counted as a day. You didn't live that day. If you didn't do a kindness to another human being, you didn't live that day. A day where a kindness was not practiced was a day that was not lived. Sheep. That's what the Shlach Kaddosh says. He bases it on a Pasuk and him. Their big zachen, the Kaddosh Mikrobrin, says that you didn't live on a day you didn't do a kindness for another year. You existed, you didn't live. That was a day you just didn't live. Living is to do something for somebody else. It's to express from you to somebody else, to give, to be godly. So then you lived, you gave. You were a cause for somebody else to be happier, to feel... You gave to somebody, you lived. Kol that you didn't know you didn't live. That's what he says why B'dafka by Avram, was the Av of Chesed, and Sarimenub, who was the partner in his empire of Chesed. So by Avram and Sarwa, the Avais of Chesed, it says, Baba Yamin. they talk abroad every day. They were Isaac and Chesed. So they were Isaac and Chesed every single day, was full of kindness to other people. So specifically by Avram, whose Mida was Chesed, it's Baba Yamim. And the lesson is, on a day you do a kindness is a day a person lived. A day your person didn't do a kindness is a day he didn't live. That's not called living. To live is an oilam chesed yibana. The world's a place of kindness. To be alive, what does it mean to be alive? The guys know that quote that Rabbi Chaim Belajin's family said he was one to say. He was frequent to say, lo'inivra ha'adam a person was only created to do for another. That was the purpose of creation. To live is you did a kindness to another. You brought a smile and encouragement. So by Avramavinu, Avinu, the Aviv said it says he was Babayam. And Mitaka came with every day. A lifetime full of kindness, so a lifetime full of life. He brought his days. That's Babayam. So says the Slonimer. That's how he sees in these words Babayam.
1: Let's introduce Matt's next song. Wow. About old age, usually we give people brachas till 120. So the other day I was by one of these holy survivors and someone gave him a bracha 120. He's like, don't say that. Say 180. He said, all the others officially had 180 years with Yaakov, 33 years of minus off because he said something over there with Yitzchak. And he gave all the tars for each one and something also with Maish Rabbeinu. He said, say 180. Say 180. (laughs) I love that Let's do that other Shuvah Hashem that we sang before When not everyone was here Another song of return Because that's ultimately what it's all about We're returning to before What the world was like when we were closest to perfect When Adam was closest to perfect Right before the Chet Let's go back there
0: They've, that was fast. found without oh, wow. a computer, and Ruben Yaina with a computer, and both are Jeez. precious. In Nach, there are times it says, Baba Yaman. In the Torah, I believe the only one is Avram Avinu. In Nach, by Dabben it does says he was a Zakim baba yamim, and by Yeshua it says they were baba yamim. I believe in the Torah, I believe the only time is Avram.
1: Both of those people, it's still possible. It's like not a disproof because both of those people still could have been doing kaddish every single day.
0: So. Right, 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 right. I don't think they were either trying to slug this up. In the Torah, the only one it says baba yam zavram. The Islam saying that in the Torah it said it by Abram to bring out this point. It, we do have these two Psokim each one we'd have to study. It's very interesting that it taps in and it's worthy of studying why Nach by two people, by Yeshua where it says he's Baba Yamim, and by David Amelch it says he was a Zakein, Baba Yamin. We'd have to study those two places why it says it. I believe in the Torah, the only one that it says it by is Avram Avinu. He certainly could check. I believe Ruven Yoder, <laughs> you verified the computer, didn't have anybody else in the Torah. It says Baba Yamim. so I believe that's true. True in Nach, David Hamelch and Yeshua does said they came with days. They were they brought along Baba Yamin. They had come with days, fastening those two people as well. So thank you, Ruben, Yoyne and Nati, excellent, very good, fantastic. Yeah. And we're talking. It's, it's funny. He's such a young and vibrant man, and we're talking about elderly people this week. We're talking about but vibrant elderly people and the vibrancy of old people in the parsha's Chayisara. Maybe it's all Ashkacha. The Chayisara speaks about Avram Avinu. Sarayimenu is Nifteres at the beginning of Chayisara, and Avram Avinu famously he buries Sarayimenu, and Avram Avinu says a hespid, he says a eulogy on Sarimenu. What the eulogy is? The Medrash Tanchuma says the Eshes that we that we are, that our minute, the last parak in, in Mishle, and that which we sing every Friday night was Avram Avinu's eulogy on Sarimenu. Amazingly, that was his hespit. Abraham Avinu said a hespit on Sari Menu. And the hespit, the eulogy said on Sari Menu, is Asha Schail And he spoke about Sari Menu. And you have to study Asha Schail well to see why that's a eulogy for Sari Menu. I do want to say words from Asha Schail that I always was touched. I am touched by these words of Ramavinu's eulogy for his wife, Sari Menu, and he said, Le sira Levesa micholeg. maybe because we have so much snow in Connecticut. So it says Le Levesa micholeg. In her house, nobody was afraid of the snow. Last night we had our first snowstorm I should say a snowstorm, but the first signs the first signs of snow, an echo of a snowstorm, the first signs of snow in Connecticut, and it said about Surrey Menu's house, Leisira Levesa Michelig. In her house, there was no trepidation for snow. Nobody was afraid of snow. A lot of people see snow, they get overwhelmed and nervous. In Surrey Menu's house, they scoffed at that, Leisira Levesa Mishaleg. They had no fears of snow. All her children had beautiful coats. I just think about a Yiddish mama who each of the kids have the right boots, the right coats, the right gloves, a precious wife. Think of a man who would be running the house, all our kids would have like one glove, one glove missing, unmatching gloves. The coat represents the beautiful, the, the precious Yiddish mama. The uplifted Yiddish HaMamah Ki Kol All the kids are coded properly. They all have Mamish, the right stuff, the right perfect boots. Amazing, the Yiddish Shemama, perfect boots, the exact gloves they need, the coat zippered. I always laugh that the, the moras in elementary schools for sure know the days I dressed Yisrael Mayor over the years. <laughs> like the kid comes in, the socks aren't matching, his jacket's not neatly zippered, like the man clearly, sometimes even the shirt's backwards or something. And you know that day mom was busy, see your mother was out of town or something. The levesa simple words in his eulogy in sari In our house, in sari imenu's house, the cold weather was never a problem. Kikol because in her house everybody was wearing silk coats. Everybody was just dressed properly and prepared. The yiddish mamah, the selfless mother who's thinking about each of her children and making sure they're well prepared and they're not worried about the cold weather. Beautiful eulogy. Of course, what the Pasuk means, and the Oymek of the Pasuk, we learn when we study Chazal, is Shelag refers to Gehenem. Lysira Levesa, shelig means that nobody in that house is afraid of Gehenem. In that house, Shelag refers to Gehenem. And in that house, there are no fears of Gehenem. Kikolbeisa lava shanim means shanim is Shinayim is two because the whole house was wearing the two and the two refer to the two isais that a yid wears the bris that's on his body and Shabbos kiddush kikolbeisa lava shanim because everybody in the house is wearing the big two everybody has Shabbos and everybody has bris milah. and the honest question to that is why is that attributed to the Isha? Ki kol beisa lova shanim. Everybody in her house says, chazal shanim min shnaim. Everybody is wearing the two. The whole mishpacha has Shabbos and bris So nobody's afraid of Gehenim. There is Shabbos and mila in the house. That's very strange. Anybody knows about bris Lady's not mitzvah on bris And she has no tziboy to give her kid a bris And yet the bris is credited to the Isha. Ki kol beysa lova sh'nayim Sh'anim is sh'nayim The gansah mishpacha is wearing Shabbos and bris Why would you attribute bris to his wife? Avram's eulogy for Sarimenu Is the whole house like This is a house No shayichas to gehenim In this home This is a home of Shabbos and a home of milah Kol Love lova sh'anim The whole mishpacha is Shabbos and milah That was the eulogy he said on his wife and in visualizing, it's so moving, in visualizing the Yiddish mama, that the kids have the gloves, it's stunning. The Yiddish Mama, who's so selfless, and she's just thinking, she's thinking to make sure the matching gloves that the mama... You know the tie that the, the mothers have to make sure the kid doesn't lose his glove and they clip it onto the jacket? The mother, the Yiddish Amam, priceless, priceless. Somebody who's kulai chesed, kulai about another. They make sure the little child gloves easily get lost. So they make sure it clips on to the, to the coat. This, you know what I'm thinking? Why am I getting some blank looks here, Chevron? Okay, so you're not married yet. Mm-hmm. The, the, you know, Nassan al Chayim knows what I'm talking. His mother made sure the gloves never got lost. Ki kol bay shanim the tire Mama, selfless mother who's worried that her kid's pasha should be warm and comfortable the boots lined up, every kid has boots naira, naira kol bay and of course everything in the physical has spiritual manifestations the physical's important don't jump to the drash the drash is... True, they're both the same true. They're both the truths. What's true in the spiritual is true in the physical. That physical picture of the well-taken care of child whose coat is Mamish hanging on the door, and each kid's coat neatly on the door, and the kid in the morning runs, has his boots prepared, the exact boots, so his feet stay warm and the gloves are clipped on to the coat. The hail the yiddish mammoth. And Avram Avinu in his eulogy for Sarah says In our house, nobody was afraid of the cold. We had a selfless mama. Everybody has such silk coats. And of course, in the spiritual world, this refers to Shabbos and Mila. Each child is adorned with Shabbos and Mila. So here, nobody's afraid of the cold. It's a warm home. It's a warm home. There's not a house, the krirus, the coldness of Gehennem. Here is the Shabbos, here there's Brismila. Now the mama's responsible for Shabbos, she makes the cholent, of course she's responsible for Shabbos. She's the one cooking, the one who's cleaning the house, the one who's making Shabbos, that the home is beautiful. The wonderful aromas of Shabbos is the mama. So I have no cash on, on the Shabbos that she adorns her kids with Shabbos. But to give her credit for bris mila. Ki kol a the, the, the two levushim that every year has. What are you giving the mama credit? She wasn't responsible for bris mila. That was on the husband. She's not mitzuvah. Not to give one, not to have one, not to do one. What shayiches. But kol beysa lavesh the mama that makes sure bris mila. But it's what we've been speaking about. We have to be in the yeshiva. There's a tremendous dugish on shmiris habris. And the wife is most responsible for Shemir sabris. We've explained that what does it mean, I'm Shemir right? what does it mean to be Shemir bris? It means to be loyal to Hashem even when nobody's looking. That's what it means to be Shemir A bris is a covenant, is a treaty. The one who's most loyal, the Mitziyus of an Isha is called K'fayda Basmelech Pneima. Sari menus Zinei The Yisayit of an Isha is that they do it when nobody sees. That's an Isha. The man Davins with the T it's very it's a lot easier to be from and show. The lady in the quiet of her bedroom, she's praying to God. He neighbor, we're sorry, menu, neighbor." She's out of the public eye and serving with such sincerity and loyalty. The Isha's responsible for Brismilla is the ice on our bodies of our loyalty, us and Hashem. When nobody sees, when nobody's around, when nobody's looking, a yid is a loyalist Hashem. A yid is nunt and close with Hashem. That is, falls weiter under the domain of an Isha. Shabbos and brismillah is both in the, in the domain of the Isha, the ice bris, that a person's a loyalist Hashem. The one that we learn that profoundly from is the tzanuah, the Isha, the Kolkhoi de Basmelech Pnima. The one who's loyal when nobody sees. There's no publicity, there's no fancy, there's no, it's not in the public limelight. But quietly still she's davening, she's taking off challah with sincerity, nobody knows, nobody sees. She's baking for Shabbos Kiddush when nobody's there. But nobody's there, she's cooking and making challahs for Shabbos. That loyalty not in front of the eyes. It's very, very important in our own lives, the service of Hashem when nobody sees and nobody knows. That service to Hashem is a tremendous onion of Shmirus Abris, of guarding the bris. I've read up many stories. Matt is visiting survivors. I read, read many stories and read many stories of survivors. And I love the honest, sincere service of Hashem when nobody would see, nobody would know, and people were loyalists. That's the spitz, Shmirus Abris. That's the epitome of Shmirus Sabris of a certain honesty and loyalty, great, great people. My Rebbe's mishpacha, his wife's mishpacha, came from Siberia. They were in the middle of Siberia, in the middle of no-man's land, going through shvera things, and they were loyalists Hashem in Siberia, loyalist Hashem. This, it came to my mind, this is no Shaykhz, but I'll tell you a story from Siberia. I'm going to tell you, look up, my father, 60 years ago, heard this story, Revezi. We're talking about old people today. Six, is oh, not old, no. but he's, <laughs> he has, so we're talking about tzaddikim. My father heard this 60 years ago from the Balmusser. 60 years ago. He heard it from, not of Sar now, maybe, but he wasn't in Siberia. No, one of the Bali Musser, 60 years ago, from England, from England, not Reb Dessler. Pchatzko <laughs> Lovramski, who said that? Who said it? He said Joe, it. Rowe, Joe Rowe, Joe Ro, and Yosef Savit. Joe Rowe. what a beautiful year, excellent, thank you Joe Rowe. thank you Joe. You're a young man, Joro, with the purity of an old soul. You have an old soul. And that, that I'm telling you, he has the purity. Yeah, he, he does, he does. So, Joro, Joro, yeah, very good, very good. Repchatzka Lebramski, listen to this. This is amazing. Avi, you'll like this. This is just a true story. It, the Gemara says, this is amazing. Repchatzka Ilan, I never told you, my father heard this from Reb Chatzka Labramski's mail 60 years ago. I just heard it from my father. I'm talking about Siberia and Yidin being loyal to Hashem. Listen to what Reb Chatzka said, Gershom. My father heard this from his mail. My father told me he was telling Yeshua. No Baba Mises. Reb, Ch- Reb Chatzka Abramsky, whose great-grandson learned in Unzari Yeshiva. Beautiful Yid himself. And Reb Chatzka Lebramski said this over 60 years ago in a she'er. My father, Dobi, heard it from Reb Chatzka and told it to me. <laughs> so he said like this. Listen to this, Mendy. The Gemara says, chutz Everything's in the hand of Hashem, except for cold and hot. Cold and hot's not in the hands of Hashem. If you if you if you are not careful, a guy catches a cold. Don't blame God. Wear a coat. Get cover up. We wear a, a wear a chach, something. Cover your ears. Your uh, gloves. <laughs> says Teisves. Says that that's only when you could do something about it. If you can't do anything about it, it's right And as much as you could do about it. So then, it's not pidei shemayim. you do something about it. If there's heat, open the window, put on a fan. If there's air conditioning, close the window. So then, hakol mm-hmm. pidei shamayim, chutz mitzino pachim, if you can't do anything about it, then it's pidei shemayim. My Tata heard from Rabbi Chatzka Labramski. He said, when I was a kid, I was a very like finicky kid, and if I kept my toes outside the cover, I'd get pneumonia. Said I was a sickly person. If I wasn't careful, mamish, the littlest thing I'd get sick like anything. That was the way my. So he said if I push it, this is the muscle he gave He said if my toes stuck out from the cover, I'd get pneumonia. That's how he said that was my construction. He said I went to Siberia. My father heard this from him. However long he was in Siberia, he said I never caught a cold. He said in Siberia I didn't have a cold. I feel. I never, zero, Siberia, crazy conditions. And he said on himself, I think he said he prayed Tashem or Mundashem Hashem or said the Taisvis. And he said, because there's nothing I could do about it. There's nothing I could do about it. It's Bidei Shemayim, protect me. He said, when I was growing up, if I had my toes outside my cover, I got pneumonia. I would get sick because I could do something and cover up. I was that guy, I walked out without a coat. I got, I got deathly ill. His muscle was the toes outside the cover. I got pneumonia. He said X number of years I was in Siberia, I never caught a cold. He said, because of <laughs> He said, there's nothing I can do about it. So then it's all be day shimmy. He said, I never caught a cold. <laughs> amazing. is that amazing? My father heard that from Rokhatska Lebramsky and told it to me and I'm telling it to you. But the, the Shmiris HaBris, that Sari that menu, the Shabbos and, shmir, and, the, and the bris Mila that she gave, bequeathed her family. If you hand your Mishpacha Shabbos, if you hand your Mishpacha bris Mila, then the storms, the difficult storms out there, nobody has to be afraid. In this house, there's the Amunah of Shabbos. In this house, there's the loyalty of Briss and That's on the Isha. Avramavinu gave credit to his wife. For both of those aspects that there was an avira, an atmosphere of Shabbos in the home. And there was the loyalty of Brismillah in the home. He pinned it on his wife and he said In this house, the storms, nobody has to be worried about the storms. There's Shabbos and there's Brismillah in this home. That was the explanation of the eulogy of Sarimena. Why don't we do your song that you taught us in Fort Long? Do, do I always you know, annoy? I always, make you yeah, s- I always years ask years. you to sing that. No, no, we should <laughs> You know, should we, uh, you know, Tyra, Matt? Please annoy me, Rabbi. After you, terror annoy me. Avi, you know this well, song, Matt, composed? Rebs, you know.
1: yesterday, last night, I was uh, I schmoozing with a mom. young, vibrant I, survivor I from Siberia, in her 90s. And side. I'm in the middle of schmoozing with her about her whole story. And in the middle, the tenant from downstairs comes up to talk with her about the rent. She's the one who deals with it. She gets up from the table, she goes down there to the front and starts schmoozing with this guy and like dealing with the rent. <laughs> so like, they were schmoozing for a while, dealing with things, I was with her grandson. And then we just left at that point, but it was just like, just to see that was like, it was everything. <laughs> She's the one hands on, like we're probably not right now. You you
0: knew from the Safer. yeah. Amazing, amazing. You have to understand this song, Max, I have to like give the background when he played this song. Music is crazy. You don't need my speech about music. Music has a tremendous power. By COVID, so the yeshiva was shut down. We were on Zoom for a couple of months. And with the great Chesed Hashem, we got to Pennsylvania as a yeshiva. And we were reunited. We had 150 people. It was glorious. The Chesed Hashem that went on in Pennsylvania, the learning, steiging was. Tremendous man of aliyah. And in the middle of that matzah, Matt showed up and played music for the chevra and made a whole, he came with his chevra, his the chevra. The whole chevra came, maybe just the whole chevra came. They all came? Probably. <laughs> they came and it was electric. It was electric. And he sang us this song. He had been walking around somewhere in some forest. And he said he composed, he had, I think, five songs. I don't remember, sure, three or five yeah, yeah, songs. Five, and he two. said, I only re- this is the one I remember. He said, I was walking somewhere during COVID. He had many songs. He remembers. And he sang us this song. And it was Gewaldig. So <laughs> let's hear it.
1: So this song is basically saying from the deepest part in the world to the highest part of the world. Tata's everywhere. From the mighty way.
2: Deep in
1: It all it's all. It. Without you, there ain't nothing at all. Meaning, without you, my life. Obviously, he's always there. We're not going to pretend without God. Like, that's just no. <laughs>
0: couple of years we sang Hatoiv for like a couple of years straight and that was because during Zoom Matt like li- lifted us up with a let's sing Hatoiv then I want to end with something on the
2: parish <laughs> Oh yeah.
0: I want to close. I, really, I had other things to share. Everything's Hashkacha. The Rebbe Hashem runs the world. And Matt and appreciating Matt and his love of old people changed my thoughts today. So I want to end with that eulogy of Avram Tasurah. I struggle when pshat and Drash don't align. I get very submission. Hashem's telling something. They're, they're not like he, he would, like in one word, said this, hinted to this saying one thing, and here we just said two zachen. we gave a picture of Avram's eulogy for his precious wife, and when you choose your own wife, choose somebody the kids are going to be when there's a cold weather the the gloves are going to be proper the coats, boots, make sure somebody's selfless like that thoughtful like that prepared like that a person, that's a panemistic image that your kids if you could picture your kids, when you go out, Matt, when you go out, to, we should celebrate Matt, Semach, B'Karav, when you go Hashem, it should be the type of girl when it's a big snowstorm, all the kids, Amamish, have the right clothing. Amen. Just,
1: that's, everyone loud, everyone <laughs> loud, I amain, mean, please. Right, please, the again, we'll all loud,
0: I mean. Matt Levin should find the Zivig, B'Karav. So the picture of somebody, and Abram's eulogy for Sarah, is that, that snow didn't, storms didn't scare the house. That was the pshat. The drash was that there was no scare of Gehenim because Shabbos and Bresmila. I don't think it's two things at all, at all, at all. I tend not to think that what expresses in the physical world, I think you're looking at the same thing in the spiritual world. He said two things about her, and he meant both. And if you were there, he, he spoke about both. He spoke, how, he, he spoke with such fondness how the children in storms were clothed properly. And then he spoke that in this house there was no fear of Gehenim, because there was Shabbos and Brasmila. And I think he's saying the same thing. And the equipment to, to deal with storms, the coat and the protection that the kids have for storms, is the exact perish of Shabbos and Bris. And there's no Gehenim. Shabbos and Bris milah are the simple coats and gloves that prepare a person for the difficulties, the vicissitudes, the challenges of life. Shabbos and Bris Mila. Shabbos says to a Yidamun of faith. Amidst all the difficulties, there's the minucha, the tranquility of Shabbos. And the Isha brings in the home a faith, a profound faith. She makes it a place of Shabbos that's the exact thing that all the storms that can cause tremendous damage and bring people to bad places, the storms of life, she teaches her children a tremendous faith. I'll tell you something interesting. The instinct of parents, uh, mothers would relate to this a lot. There's a, it's a scary world, very scary world. And the Yiddish mom is so scared. She has her little seven year old. She tells him, I, I don't want to talk me. She tells him, No stranger could go near you. You tell me. And she'll tell him seventh, eighth, tenth. She tells him over and over. And then something strikes, I don't get it. I was telling him over and over. The sad reality is that parents, certainly we have to guard our children. We can't necessarily assure, in the most guarded of circumstances, I promise you, it's Pashat Yaakov was very guarded by his mama, and yet he had a brother who wanted to kill him. In the most healthy, perfect of homes, there are challenges out there. And the instinct of a parent is to protect their child, is to stop all the... And certainly, as much as we can. But we're limited. Parents are limited. You know, in Elul, we said the words. We said, Ki My parents, even if my parents forsake me, Hashem takes me in. Which normal parents forsake their kids? But it means even in that place that we have to forsake, we have no shlita. There, Hashem guards and watches. Parents are limited. The job of the mama and tat, of course, we try to make things as safe as possible for our children. But much deeper than making it safe is Shabbos and Bersamilu. The main thing that, if you want to give your kids gloves, a scarf, that kid who's so... You know the kid who dressed on Shabbos and looks like a million bucks? That's a Yiddish mama. He's wearing such cute, nice begadim. He's dressed so nicely and sweetly, the matching clothing and uniform. And we all want our kid to be properly dressed, prepared for the storms. The main preparation is to hand your children Shabbos and Bresmila. Shabbos is emuna, The faith and the tranquility that he always has Hashem to turn to. That is the biggest gift and the biggest coat, jacket, gloves, the best thing you could buy your children is that moon of Shabbos, in a home where the kid has Shabbos, is brought up with faith in Hashem, is brought up, Hashem, the Abishta runs the world, the wonderful zmiris of Shabbos, the wonderful tranquility of Hashem's in charge, is the best pair of gloves you'll ever buy your child. And Brismila is with all the challenges, wherever you'll end up in life, whatever you'll contend with, whatever types of challenges you're a shame or a bris, you're a loyalist. Where you'll be, how it will play out, what will be your position of life, but where it ever will be, you'll be loyal. In all the different places. You describe an old lady once was in Siberia, and today she's working the rents in her 90s. It's the same person. The same person under all the different conditions and stages of life. That is, so it's not two different things in two different worlds. It's all the same, the response to the challenges and the storms of life that can bring people Ad Gehenim, the sh- ultimate Shelag, and the uh, Picture of somebody who wants their kids prepared for the journey and the storms of life. And the two most things that we have to give are the sincerity and loyalty and the amunah of Shabbos. And when we garment and clothe our kids, and Avramavinu Avinu said about Menu that she ran a home that all the family had those two gifts. They had Mila and Shabbos. And it's one Zach, it's, it's the spiritual reality of that and the physical, and both are important. And both are practiced in the home. And he said a eulogy on Menu for both aspects. So today, we studied unplanned, but this was Dashkach Sashem. So we studied this eulogy of Sarimenu, of Avram, on Sarimenu, my bracha to us all, to every single person there should be zeiche to have a home. That's taka to have a home that all the members of our home are taka. Dressed beautifully, to dressed appropriately and beautifully, are cared and focused on each one with matching gloves and mittens. And and Naruchni is that they have these shnayim, these two ingredients, the mila and the shabbos, that all the members of our home, mom, dad, and all the children in the home, have the special bracha and protection of shabbos and bris mila.